Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening. Well, for the past few months, you've either had a rest and done nothing, spoken a lot about what you're going to do, or perhaps started a little bit of preparation from the shelter of a greenhouse. Ken Crowther has been to visit Andrew Tokley on the King Seeds plot, and he's certainly racing ahead, ready for all the hard work to be done in the weeks and months to follow. You've dug it all, because last time you hadn't finished dealing, because no, you've taken all these extra plots. I know, it's um, that's all dug now, so uh, which is good. Um, it just needs pulling down now with the, uh, you know, because of the Now you the call weather. that, a, what do you call that? Your... I use a chrome. But that's the same as really a cultivator, like a three-pronged cultivator, isn't it's, it really? It is, but what a chrome is, is made out of a fork, which is bent at a right angle with a long handle on, So and you pull that through and it just breaks the saw down lovely. I mean, it's... It'll work wonderful on my old plots um, because obviously they, they'll pull down really well. On my newer plots, um, where less, less organic in there. Yeah, isn't? and it won't pull down quite as well. But um, what we need is a little bit of moisture in that soil when I do pull it down, and that'll help break the clods up that are there. Um, but uh, if the worst comes to the worst, I'll borrow a little rotavator and just Ooh. run it over the top. Not keen on rotavator. No, I'll just run it over the top, just to just not go in deep, but just so it just breaks up. Because obviously I've dug it well, um, and that, the, the new plot hadn't been dug like that for a long while, so it's um, it was quite heavy in places. So it won't hurt just for this year just to knock that over. Now, before we, we look at what you're doing up here, of course, you've got um, a couple of greenhouses. I have. And uh, what have we got going on there, ready, looking at those to come up onto the plot here? Well, obviously, I've got my big onions, which were sown around Christmas time. So uh, they're, they're, gr- coming they're, well. they're coming on well. And my leeks, which... Um, are, You've I, done those from seed? I again. grow them from pips. That's it. Sorry, pips. <laughs> out yeah. the heads, is it? Yeah, that's right. I grow those from leek pips. Um, so those were rooted in... November potted up and they're already standing around about eight inches tall um, and nearly as thick as a pencil. So they're 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 well advanced. That's they're just been, waiting for the weather. They're waiting for the. They've got to go out into the cold frame soon and they'll be planted out first week of May. So yeah, it's it's all moving along. Um, in the greenhouse also, I've got some lettuces growing, so they'll be ready to pop out under some cloches. Um, I've got. Uh, some uh, brassicas, you know, my early brassicas. I've even sown my first batch of Brussels sprouts, your favourite, I know, Ken. <laughs> um, because um, people say, well, why do you sow them that early? Well, that way then you get, you don't get them all at once. You, you get, get succession. You do, you get them in succession. So I sow an early variety, which I've sown Brody, and then I shall sow a later variety in a couple of weeks' time called Brendan. Um, and the reason I sow the two is, like I say, so you just get that continuity. Similar with cabbages, I've got Caraflex, which was the replacement for Hispy, because Hispy has disappeared now. Um, so I've got Caraflex, which was a little pointed cabbage, so that's a nice early one. And then I'll follow that on with Cabice, which is a very um, sweet-tasting cabbage. And then after that will be Brigadier. Now, you mentioned all these different ones. Do you find that different seed companies have different varieties, or do most of them have the same? Because, I know, you know, with Kings, you, are they Kings varieties that you've just mentioned, or are they varieties that you could buy from several companies? They're varieties that we offer, but, yes, you could offer those, get them from several companies. Um, certainly, um, you know, there seems to be a core of varieties that a lot of people take on, um, and there's the old favourites that have always been around, which are still there, um, which some people will never change from. And they, But I like to try one or two new ones, and some of those new ones then become your favourites. I mean, Brody is a, 
relatively new variety, only been out probably about three years. Um, I tried it, I liked it. It's one of the sweeter Brussels sprouts, um, whereas some of the older varieties are quite um, strong in their flavour. So that's what, why you need to try some of these new ones. And like I say, and that was a new variety and now it's become a favourite um, for me and the family, so that's why I grow it. King Crowther with Andrew Tokley on the King Seeds plot. Well, it's actually the plot that we're heading to now as the real hard work gets underway as the year races along. You're listening to World Radio Gardening. We've talked about the digging. We've talked about all the preparation. So, come on. Here we are, running towards April very fast at the beginning of it. It's nearly time to get on with things, isn't it? It and is. It's started just. Just about started. Obviously, I've got things like shallots that are growing already, which... Um, they're quite tall, actually. Yeah, they? They're, they're, they went in around about Christmas time, so they've been growing under a cloche, um, and they're growing very nicely. Um, if the wind drops, the cloche will come off, but it's, uh, it's a, bit, a, bit, a bit like that. But uh, And you're still picking a bit of purple Purple sprouting, sprouting yeah, yeah. that's Not as much as you have had in the past, is it? No, I mean, I only grow about half a dozen plants, and to be fair, because they're so productive, half a dozen plants is enough, is enough because, you know, you can get a couple of pickings a week off of that, and it's enough for you, really. Um, it's one of my wife's favourites. She really does like purple sprouting. Um, so I tend to, you know, just grow half a dozen late in the season. Rhubarb's coming on, of course. Yeah. Um, that's some, not as far forward as some of the people's around us, though, is it? No, that's that? a later variety. It's called Fulton Strawberry Surprise, um, which is a wonderful rhubarb because it has a really rich red stem, whereas a lot of rhubarbs, as you know, are green stemmed. Green stem, yeah. And when you cook it, it actually keeps that redness in there, so and it's a lot sweeter. Um, so it's very good for that. I gave some to a friend of mine last year, and... Um, he made um, some very nice rhubarb gin out of it because it had the lovely oh, red colour. A lovely red, red, yeah. And he actually kept the rhubarb, and then he used it in a crumble afterwards. So it was a bit of a bit of a strong crumble, but um, he said it came out very nice. Yeah. But, so, so what have we actually got in the ground? Some early potatoes. Um, I is put, there a risk on those? or There is, because I, I only put a, a row earlys in, you know, because if you have a few frosts, which you can do in May, um, it is possible, you can still get the odd frost in May, potatoes are not hardy, and if they're coming through the ground, you've either got to cover them up, um, or, they or, you, or they get frosted. So, and, and if they get frosted, they might grow on, but it stops them in their tracks, doesn't it? It does, and if they've started to form potatoes, what happens is normally they'll then start to form another potato out of that potato. So you get lots of smaller ones. Um, so you don't. it doesn't help, really. So uh, I only do a, a, a row or two of earlies, which is enough to cover, and then a f bit later on I'll plant my second earlies and my main crop, so then you haven't got quite such much worry to, to cover those up. Onion sets as well, they've yep. gone in. Um, so onion sets are gone in, so again, they're nice and big. They don't mind that the soil is not that warm, which is the th the problem at this time of year, isn't that warm. The soil needs to be, before you start sowing anything really small seeded, it needs to be a minimum of 70 degrees C. And we've had warm days, but we've had cold days as well, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, and cold nights. Yes. And it's really 
that soil, um, there is this old rule that they say that you should have seven consecutive days where the temperature doesn't drop below seven degrees. We've hardly had that, have we? Before you start sowing anything. And if you start sowing too early with small seeds like your carrots and your beetroots and all those sort of things, if you sow too early, you're going to have problems because you'll get germination that'll be patchy or they'll start to come up, they'll get a check to their growth and then they bolt um, later on in the season. So it's no advantage of sowing that really, really early. Okay, you could warm some soil up and then you could sow a food just to try, but be prepared, you know, that that might not be your best crop. I find if you wait and you don't sow until middle of April on some of those crops, they'll catch up and you'll have a far better success rate than you will if you sow early. Don't be too eager. Don't be too itchy fingers, don't be too eager, um, because there's plenty of time. There, you heard the man. Don't rush. Have another week off. Uh, perhaps that's not sound advice. Andrew Tokley on the King Seeds plot, talking to Ken Crowder for World Radio Gardening. And that brings to an end the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening. Thank you for listening and visit our website regularly for the next edition. Music